while your day is winding down. They're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day, from local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard, to listen, and where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. have to give Evan Genro two thumbs up, regardless of political party, about being a good sport. Yeah. Right? He was laughing with us. He's a, he's a nice guy. Nice guy. And th- that goes a long way in the legislature, right? Uh, most things are done on personal relationships, not on ideology. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he'll get along fine up there, should should the voters send him. Um, and we got Paul Schmidt coming uh, October 3rd. He's going to be joining us at, yeah. uh, at 7 p.m. So we're we have we're going to have both the candidates and, on. And as Evan said, he'd be happy to do a debate if we can put it together, and, and Marks and I will try. Mm-hmm. And I don't have any reason to believe Paul Schmidt won't. They've debated before. And Paul, from what I understand, is a very nice guy. Um, so, and it's taken some courageous votes. Uh, I, was, I was just talking to Evan off the air. Um, uh, the reason I didn't ask him, folks, about gun control is because his opponent is a, is a total opponent of gun control as well. So it's not even an issue in their race. Normally in a Republican-Democrat House race, gun control is an issue. But in this race, it's not. The Democrat is very solid with the NRA. Um, so anyway, the um, Marcus, during the uh, Evans appearance, we got some very interesting news. Yeah, so so uh, Julian Sears reporting this. It's in the Martha's Vineyard Times as well. Julian, he's the state. Yeah, go ahead. He's the state senator for the uh, the Cape and Islands, uh, and so he said that there um, there was a plane of uh, fifty Venezuelan migrants uh, that landed on Martha's Vineyard today. He he announced this a couple hours ago. He said they arrived uh, at the airport. And this is coming from Governor Ron DeSantis. Is that an invasion? They're from Venezuela? Well, Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis said, uh, Ron DeSantis is taking credit for sending them. Now, Ron DeSantis long had talked about sending migrants to specifically to Martha's Vineyard. Said, all of a sudden, when Martha's Vineyard, how's that? Now, I'm reading in this column on the Martha's Vineyard Times that... Um, that they have been welcoming to the 50 migrants. Some of them don't know, you know, some of them are children. A lot of them don't really even know where they are. Um, I believe, didn't Abbott do this with sending buses to D.C.? He's doing, yeah, they're sending them to, to, to Washington, yeah. New York City. I mean, he, these are overwhelming New York City. Th- these are, these are, um, these are human beings we're talking about. And I think just saying, like, you know, I think just like, <laughs> Throwing them on a plane and you know about three four thousand miles um, up the uh, you know uh, north and just saying oh go have at it um, I think is a little cruel especially given the limited resources that they have. Well, I don't think they have limited resources here. What do you I, mean? I think that's the point is that we are a we are a sanctuary state. We welcome those illegal aliens. Well, we have tons of resources. Well, I'm saying they they don't the the migrants uh, specifically. I, I wasn't you know we don't know what they're. What specifically their their plans were once they got here, but the the sheriff of Dukes County um, had said the sher- Dukes County, of course, is the towns right. of Martha's Vineyard. Just I know you know people might not know right. uh, had said we're we're going to we're going to welcome you here. You know, you're, we're going to take care of you. Is his uh, his exact words um, on this? So it seems like uh, Robert Ogden 
he said uh he said we're, we're going to take care of you um that's what he said uh that's what you, get all your personal belongings together and then we'll we'll move does everybody have their personal belongings yeah so he said we're going to take care of you get your stuff together um let's go so it looks like um now, you know, are they they're, aware they're, of the Jaws movie. I mean, maybe they don't want to be there on the island. The, um, but, but, but honestly, states like Massachusetts have been saying for years, we're going to give you driver's licenses, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's a natural thing to send them here. Sure. And they've been sending them to New York City. So many, so many have gone to New York City recently that it's overwhelming the, uh, the, 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 the homeless shelters. Uh, the mayor of New York has been complaining about it. They started all sending them to Washington D.C. We know about that. Mayor Bowser declared emergency. Well, well, the thing is, is that we're you oh, know, no, I guess Bowser's well, gone, the, right? Yeah, uh, Mir- Miriam, Miriam Bowser, Muriel Bowser. Yeah, maybe that's her name. Muriel Bowser. But she declared a state of emergency. There's so much, so many people there now, illegal aliens or undocumented. So, um, so here's the thing. Here's what what I'm trying to like grasp here is that. Like, you know, it's a big country, and they I get they want to send them to places that are, like, liberal as, like, a cell phone. But, again, these, I think, are human beings and understanding that, you know, we are welcoming to, you know, when, when Ron DeSantis first said this, my initial reaction was, that sounds fine to me. I mean, I'm not, I'm not xenophobic. I'm not afraid of having undocumented immigrants here. Um, I don't think they're inherently dangerous, right? And I don't necessarily think that they're a public charge even uh, most of the time. Not that I ever cared about that to begin with. So, uh, I mean, it's, it's just kind of like, I don't know. It's, it's, I think it's a strange thing to do. And again, they might be better off here than they are in Florida under DeSantis, but, I think it's a strange thing to do to take human beings and treat them as a as a as a political stunt like this. So my understanding, mention doesn't this cost taxpayer money? My understanding is yes, it does. My mm. understanding is they're all asked if they would like to to take a bus or if they'd like to, in this case, take a plane. Asked, um, yeah, if they would like. I wonder to how they're asked to to a better to a, well. I think I wonder the how la- they're asked. Well, I think the last thing anybody wants is a someone resisting being loaded into a bus or something like that. So, sure. I, so I would, it's bad. Well, it's ICE bad. has a good history of treating their, uh, the people in their custody very well. So, so, but I'm not sure it's an ICE project. I'm not sure who's doing it. If you say Ron DeSantis is doing it, he doesn't control ICE. So I'm saying that I would imagine, no, I wouldn't even imagine. I know that they're using a lot of care because the last thing they want to do is be seen aggressively loading people into buses and shipping them out of state. I don't know if Ron DeSantis and the people that vote for Ron DeSantis well, and support so him would. So that that's all we can go on. So far, right? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, when they get off the bus in New York, there's cameras there on Fox News. They all seem mm-hmm. pretty happy. Um, I I notice them. They're all basically of military male age, um, getting off the buses at, in, at the Port Authority in New York, um, or the ones they send to Chicago. Fox News has cameras there um, when they get off the bus. Um, so I think if you come across the border, you're in pretty pretty tough straits, and someone offers you to go to a to a state that really is welcoming. Yeah, they, they like you. Go. We hate you. They like you. So right. go there. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I mean, I think I think I've never broken into anybody's country. I have sort of invaded Panama when I was with the U.S. Army. From your perspective, so you but, have, but but I had a gun, so I could do what I wanted. Well. But the. Uh, I'm joking, folks, but, no, well, half joking. You're not. So, right. No, not the, right. no, you occupied someone's country with a firearm. Yeah, a, by force. They, they don't, they didn't, yeah, no. It was very strange, yeah, I have to admit. Yeah. Anyway, 
Especially I was reading Noam Chomsky at the time. But anyway, mm. so... Um, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> the lure of the gun. So yeah. anyway, the... Um, Noam Chomsky or the gun. I just picture you sitting there at your bedside. I was a bug in, by in the your, Yeah, in your, in your bunk. You're just sitting there with this Noam Chomsky or a gun. And you're just like, whoa. I used to bug my lieutenant. What do I go, do? I used to bug my lieutenant and go, you should read this. <laughs> yeah. MacArthur, you're subversive. Anyway, so um, my point being is that I think... We're going to find out, Marcus, just how much, how welcoming Massachusetts really is, right? Because mm-hmm. up until now, it's all fit on a bumper sticker. <laughs> yeah. It's about, um, it's about to talk to fit on an island. You know, it's not, it's, yeah, I don't think, I wouldn't call the, you know, like I said, the Work and Family Mobility Act fit on a, bump, uh, fit on a bumper stip, sticker. I think that's legislation that affirms support for um, undocumented residents, at least, you know, being able to build a life here i think it's a lot of i think it's a lot of theory even abstract if i can quote the republican who just left (laughs) that that you know the i think there's a lot of theory not so much in your face reality right Mm -hmm. like they're having down in texas or the or for instance what they're having in poland where you have all these war refugees setting up camp on people's of course you're bringing up poland always a hitler reference (laughs) with you people so so, right, and currently in Poland, you have a lot of, you know, war refugees, right? Sure. Coming over. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, a, it's a real tragedy caused by the Russians. But my point being is that until now, it has been, hey, they're the people that work at the docks. They're the people that maybe cut your lawn. There's a distance. Agriculture and all that. Yeah. Right. But there's about to be, a, thanks to Ron DeSantos, a little bit of reality. Yeah, I mean, I think 50 is... is uh, I, you know, I think 50 people is something that, again... Um, I, it's this, what we call a good start. Yeah, we'll see. Because the city of New York, an enormous metropolis, has been overwhelmed. The mayor is telling people, we can't handle all this. He asked yeah. them, he's telling Texas, stop it. Well, maybe it's because of New York's surplus population to begin with, right? I don't know, but they have a massive city-run welfare system. It's now being overwhelmed far more extensive system than the vineyard has right so i agree with you 50 is not a lot but it's more than they expected yesterday although i would assume that some phone calls were made i would hope that some phone calls are made to be ready for this don't know if you'd assume that you know um because they do seem ready to have handled them yeah in other words the dukes county sheriff they were in position to do it it wasn't like the plane i I don't know what happened we're going to find out but mm-hmm. it'd be like if a plane landed here, they wouldn't because we we don't have the Duke's sheriff. We have Sheriff Hodgson. But yeah, the, but maybe that's why we don't have plane loads of illegal aliens arriving here. But there's always tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, my one concern, when I heard him mention Martha's Vineyard earlier in the year, was that they'll just bust them up. I didn't think of the plane. I didn't think of the airborne invasion. I just thought of the planes, right? I thought of the buses. They'd bust them up to New Bedford. Yeah, and they take the boat over, but we've avoided that step. But what happens if tomorrow it's a bus pulling in to the Whale's Tooth parking lot and unloading all these illegal aliens? Are we in a position? Do we know the the, the status of these people? They just said migrants in the. Do we know their immigration status? They just said migrants. They could be they could be asylees. They could be um they they could be asylum seekers. They could be people seeking. But refuge. either way, are we in a position to handle it? I guess we'll find out. 
I think we're going to find out. Yeah. With the city of New Bedford. I mean, the thing is, is we don't, I don't think we divert enough. That's been an ongoing conversation is that we don't divert enough resources to um, programs like the Immigrant Assistance Center, you know, that to, to, um, cause you know, the immigrant assistance center is, is the point always, always handles. They do great work over there too. They're, they're always the point person for, um, I applaud their English language stuff. Cause, cause the one thing, regardless of whether yeah. you're legal or illegal, you've got to learn to speak English or mm-hmm. you'll never be able to matriculate. Yeah. It's why I applaud the English as a second language, uh, school programs. Yeah. These kids, they might not be supposed to be here, but they're here. And you've got to teach it's them. It's not English. always true that they're, they're not, that they're, they weren't, um, that's not always true that they were supposed to or not supposed to, whatever that means. Some are from Puerto legal Rico. Legal. No, no, obviously the Puerto Rican people yeah. are, are American citizens. Funny, Marcus, a couple of years ago, I was making that point emphatically here on the air. I remember. Because I don't think people understand I remember. That, right? I mean, really. And yes. I think people thought I was coming out of left field. Why was I saying it? Well, it was mm-hmm. because... I was in the Army basic training with guys from Puerto Rico. I mean, mm-hmm. they didn't speak English, but... Puerto Rico's part of our federal circuit for courts. Yes, exactly, right. In fact, uh, there was a... There what a was, nice gig if you're a federal judge. <laughs> right? There was a... I remember there was a... Um, there was a ref... There was someone that, that fled to Puerto Rico in Bristol County... That was fleeing Bristol County to go to... And went to Puerto Rico. And what the a Mas- genius. And the Mass State Police just flew down and picked them up. <laughs> they flew down on a Friday, got them on Monday. Yeah, picked them up, yeah. I always thought that was that was... Cute of Ted Kennedy. He got to name the federal judges and things like that out of uh, the Puerto Rico area. You know, people. Oh, right, right, right. right. The, the Senate prerogative. Um, so I would just say that this is a new situation. We have, we have had undocumented or illegal aliens, whatever you want to call them. It doesn't really matter. I don't like to get hung up in the semantics because it, it interrupts the conversation. But I don't know, and we're going to find out um, whether we hear the Cape. Plymouth County, Bristol County, yeah. can handle this. If this is the first of many flights, how long before the people of the vineyard scream no mas? Yeah, well, I guess we'll see. 508 From their apartment in New York City. <laughs> That's a good point. You know, uh, 508-996-0500 is how you can get in the program. Let's take a break. We're just we're following the story about um, uh, the the plane of migrants being dropped in Martha's Vineyard, uh, according to what you read from State Rep. Dylan Fernandez said. So so I'm reading this off Twitter from two hours ago. Dylan Fernandez is the rep. I think he's from Falmouth, but he represents the islands as well. He says the immigrants were being are being dropped off via chartered planes from Texas. They uh, they don't know where they are. They say they were told they would be given housing and jobs. Islanders were given no notice. But they're coming together as a community to support them. Well, that's good. So we also have a tweet from the Dukes County Emergency Management. By the way, you may want to renegotiate with the guy who does your landscape. Dukes County County Management uh, Association said, they're opening some emergency shelters. So it looks like they're working to accommodate the the influx of of migrants that were were dropped here by uh, Ron DeSantis. Um, 508-996-0500. Good evening. Hey, Chris and Marcus. What's going on, man? Hey, hey what's going on, Barry? Hey, we got Houston, Texas in the house. Say hey, guys. Marcus. Hi, Marcus. Hey. <laughs> what's up? Are those the Venezuelans? Uh, <laughs> no, these are, these are uh, mass maritime uh, migrants that have moved to Houston, Texas. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, if they work 40 to 50 to 60 hour weeks, they say they don't see any migrants. 
They're too busy working, Chris. <laughs> well, they have to because these migrants are here. They got to support them, <laughs> and they got to pay their bills. But great show, guys. We Thank just, you. Uh, we just wanted to say uh, hello and. So Barry, what do you think of the fact that Ron DeSantis is now bringing the illegal alien problem right to the shores of Massachusetts? You know, to be honest with you, we we, we saw this a couple of years back in Nantucket, where the um, the runways were laced with um, I, I want to say jets from Mexico, but you know the wealthier people from Mexico were spending a lot of time up here, spending a bunch of money in, in Nantucket. So it's. Um, this I don't is a think different group. Out of bounds anymore. Nothing's out of bounds, right? This is a different group, though, Barry. Yeah. No, I understand. <laughs> yeah. They didn't I come to spend it, their money. It, no, no, they just didn't want to have to have to bring it back over the border. <laughs> the um, I don't, you know, nothing's out of bounds. It's uh, everything's on the table. I think at this point. Barry, thanks for the call. Thanks for the call. Appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, thanks to the boys from Houston. So, but but Marcus, really, I do think that this is going to be an interesting experiment because. For a long time, so so what I was saying, but what I was saying was yeah. was true. Ron DeSantis is doing this as a political stunt. He, oh, absolutely. He, he he promised them. He said you're going to get housing and a job. He apparently didn't tell them where they were going. So this is, I guess, um, you know, because he wants to be the he wants to be the uh, he wants to be president. So he wants to do all the conservative meme stuff, like oh, let's drop them here, let's drop them there. I think ignoring the fact that these are human beings, um, but it looks like I think uh, I think the way that um, you know with State Senator Sear and Dylan Fernandez and the and the Sheriff Ogden over in Dukes County seems like they're responding like, hey, we're not xenophobic here. We don't actually hate people because they're from a different country, uh, escaping uh, dire conditions that we're in part responsible for. So let's let's actually welcome them and do the best we can to. Well, it is a lesson them. about socialism. They're escaping. Um government-sponsored socialism in Venezuela. Um, for a long time, we were getting their oil. So maybe it is right that they come to Massachusetts. For a long time, we were getting their oil at a discount. Um, so now they're, they're, they're coming here. Maybe they finally get their money. Um, whether those guys will give them the money, the guys who collected yeah. all that money. For that, for that we tried to do Venezuela a Bay of Pigs oil. on them recently. Did you hear about that? We it was did. like a silver corp. We did try, but we failed. But yeah. we did get a lot well, that, of oil. That was them. the Bay of Pigs part, is that they failed. They failed. They right? failed, yeah. That's that's what I meant. They failed. They failed. They, they, the uh, pick thing. But we have um, we have the reality now, not just the theory of the illegal aliens. I mean, there's in. about two hundred thousand undocumented uh, residents here in the Commonwealth that we know of. Um, that's that's been brought up in the discussion a lot. So it's not like, oh my God, we don't have wait, any, and oh they're they're here. What do we do? So that's very interesting. There's two hundred thousand estimate. That's what they're saying. It's right. two hundred thousand, or that the Work and Family Mobility Act would impact two hundred thousand people. It might be more. Okay, but but um, so adding fifty more to that really is a significant number, and I can't imagine it's going to be less. That they're not going to keep doing it. Um, I think it's going to be very important what our legislative leaders do here, what their reaction is. Okay, um, what. Um, Senator I think it's a good opportunity. Does I think it's a good opportunity for Massachusetts to lean on this? We um, would you welcome them here in Fairhaven? Sure, why not? Um, do we have the facilities to take care of them in Fairhaven specifically? Yeah, uh, I don't think we have. I think we're short on. Uh, I think we're short here on homeless shelters. Um, there's homeless shelters obviously around here, right? Right, but. Uh, yeah, if, obviously we have some public housing here in Fairhaven. We have the housing authority. So if we're able to so situate people... So if someone's on people, a waiting list for public housing in Fairhaven, does that mean 
that the list gets longer or yeah i would imagine that's what it means that the list gets longer um do we put the illegal aliens at the back of the list or do they get front loaded because they have no chance of getting a house anyway because they're not supposed to be here but they don't have any resources do we know that again? Do we do we know that their, their document their documented status? Are they seeking asylum? Uh, asylum? Are they seeking a refugee status? Well, my understanding is most refugee claims are rejected. Okay, um, and the only thing we know right now is that they're quote undocumented, which is such a um, large term, right? Large term doesn't mean they're illegal, um, but I don't know how it doesn't mean they're illegal, but. We like to go back and forth on this. The reality is, as you point out, there's a human being now who has nowhere to live on Martha's Vineyard. There's 50 of them. Yeah, so they're, they're opening from a foreign up, country. Yeah, so they're opening up emergency shelters. I mean, right. there are there are organizations like the Immigrants Assistance Center, um, Mira, right? That that's in Massachusetts that do that do work on those issues, and I imagine they're being contacted. Do we now? Is, is the vineyard just the stopping point? The the photo op. And then they, they, they matriculate out to somewhere else. Maybe they put them on a boat to New Bedford. What? Because I can't imagine the vineyard has enough facilities. They said they're moving into a school, right? Well, they, they said they're, opening, the up at, they're yeah. opening up an emergency shelter that they have. At the school. Is that, a, that is it at the school? That's what I read, the school. At a school, which they have class in the morning. So they're probably going to need that school. I would think the vineyard doesn't have a surplus of schools. They may have an extra one, really, but I doubt it. Um Sometimes if you built a new school, you might not use the old one, but I don't know what... Is the emergency is. shelter the school, or did they move them to the school while they opened the emergency shelter? Um, That's the question. I don't know. The um, Fortunately, I'm here. They're there. Because that emergency shelter... Because that emergency shelter... Uh, message from the Dukes County Emergency Management Association that came out 29 minutes ago, whereas the story about them, uh, the, the, the migrants being moved to a school came out two hours ago. So it might be the case that they're, uh, the school is just the stopping point for the migrants while they prepare the um, shelters. Right. Um, either way, they're on that island right now. And, um, it's a pretty small island. It just got a lot smaller. Um, fortunately, it seems like the people over there are, are willing to step up. You just mm-hmm. wonder, and I bring up Poland again, Marcus, um, because I remember wasn't that long ago they were interviewing people in Poland who were doing a lot to help the migrants um, from, the, from the Russian war. And it wasn't long before they started saying, yeah, but enough we we don't have enough food we don't have enough shelter these people living in our backyard things like that you wonder pretty quickly how they're going to overwhelm the vineyard if this is going to continue and i wonder what liz warren and people like that their reaction i think is going to be crucial here to whether or not they send more i agree with you this is a political stunt i agree with you that this is a an attempt by ron DeSantis and, and other people in the past Try to communicate the problem. Yeah, he wants to be pre- he wants to be president, so he's trying to do the meme stuff. Like, oh, let's just drop him here. Let's just drop him there. Well, I do think they want to communicate that this is a bigger problem for the southern states. Oh, is that what they want to do? Don't you think? No. You don't think the governor of Texas? He's shipping them up to the north. No, I think it's a stunt. I don't think it's a. Well, I don't think they're sending out of his I, community. I, I don't think that's. I don't think they're sending a message. I think it's a stunt. I don't think it's like oh, we're sending a message. I mean, didn't Hodgson even say? Um, uh, every city is a border city, right? right? So, but the, but when when the mayor of New York starts saying you're overwhelming our system, he's sending a message. They, the message has been taken, which is. 
the same thing the governor of Texas said, which is this is a situation we faced every day with our resources being overwhelmed because yeah. the federal government won't close I, the border. I would take that more seriously if 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 the <laughs> government of Texas actually treated um, people of lesser means even mildly respectfully. I mean, they're dead last in just about every um, uh, statistic in terms of, you know, people covered by Medicaid, but uh, the graduate, the gradu- graduation rate and all of that. And that's not because of uh, undocumented immigrants. It's because the people that run Texas have a political philosophy that doesn't uh, that doesn't provide for taking care of people who are who are who are disadvantaged. So it's not like they're oh, we're, we're, we're our system's overwhelmed. You know, that's why we have the, that's why we're having the problems that we're having. But we're going to find out whether the Massachusetts system, um, which is fairly modern um, and fairly well funded, our health care system, all of that nature, can can afford to take have Texas size immigration problems. We're going to find out. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred is how you can get on the program. I'm going to take an early break and then we'll be back. Fourteen twenty W. Hey, welcome back to the show. Uh, I'm Marcus. I'm Chris. Um, we're actually taking calls at 508-996-0500. Let's go to the phones. Good evening. You're live. Hey, guys. How you doing today? Hey, Tom. What's up? What's going on? I just want to give a, a tip of the hat to Dana Ribeiro and a successful jobs fair that she had at the hotel downtown oh. uh, regarding Vineyard Wynn. Yeah. Uh, very well attended. Oh, good. Good. And, uh, yeah. And uh, it, it was pretty organized. Uh, the only problem I had is when I tried to pre-register and since I don't have an email, I, I couldn't get through, <laughs> but I could, I don't have never done an email or anything like that, but, uh, they still allowed you to come in and, um, s- sort of sign up and, and then go, uh, through the various booths on what was available. But yeah, it was, uh, it was a mixed crowd. It was young people. It was older folks. It was, uh, diverse in terms of, uh, uh, color. It was, uh, it was, I, I liked it. I mean, I, I ran to a few people I knew. Buddy Andrade was there naturally. Yep. Uh, and, uh, his efforts to bring folks in, uh, was also successful in my opinion. And I'm just saying that from the, from the scuff of my, my shoulder, uh, just from viewing what was going on. But right. I went down for a couple of folks that, that I knew, uh, were interested. One, uh, who's actually right now, uh, getting his semen papers upgraded so he can, drive uh the boat that brings the machines out there uh he he wasn't able to attend so he wanted to gather some information for him uh and then some relatives that are younger that may be interested in that type of career but how many people people were there you think uh while i was there i got there right at 4 30 and the place was full with maybe 100 people uh the line kept Building, uh, people coming in. I, I figure at least two fifty, maybe. And That's I didn't pretty stay good. Seven seven thirty. I, I, I got. I left that quarter past. You five. know. You know why that is, right? It's because Dana came on South Coast tonight uh, last week and promoted the uh, and promoted it. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I've heard of commercials and, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's a lot of work to do something like that. Not only is. gathering the, the companies that, that uh, would be interested, but uh, showing the public. Uh, the possibility of those types of jobs. So, yeah, so kudos to her. I mean, I always liked her. I mean, you know, some people thought she was a little bit too far to the left, but, boy, she was efficient in everything she did, and she kept the word about uh, not serving longer than the, 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 the times. Uh, that's a, that's that a big deal. Would. It's a big oh, deal. Yeah, yeah I, I did it back in the 80s. 
Uh, and people said, what are you, nuts? Uh, <laughs> you're doing all right. Right. Said, but, but I campaigned on it. I said, nobody should serve more than more than two terms in a row. So I got out. And it took me 18 years to get back in. Right. <laughs> but you thought overall the the, um, the presentation was very good. Yes, yes. Um, uh, for those people that may not be familiar with the jobs fair, um, you, you sort of uh, uh, were directed where to go. And then it was up to you to have the conversation with the with the people behind the, the desk and uh but the people behind the desk were you know right on you know they were very efficient uh i explained to people uh for, for example the guy that that's getting his papers uh upgraded you know it was a company called foss and i explained to the lady oh, they're uh, big, why yeah. was they're very big yeah yeah and uh well this guy does tugboats up and down the hudson river kind of thing and uh comes back to the, to the city from time to time uh, but to get his papers, he was going to Alabama, uh, he, he was going to Texas, and he had, in, in the past, been up and down wind systems in Texas, you know, being one of those kind of guys there. So he, he was very familiar, and he asked me to, to focus on... Uh, Is he a local guy? Uh, he's originally out of Westport. Okay. He's a very historic family he's from. His last but, name uh, doesn't sound like a cereal company, does it? No, it's Tabor. Oh, okay. All right. So, yeah. so he found he found a lot of um, promise there. I've found a lot of promise for him there. Yeah, okay. I, I will be relaying that information uh, to him shortly because um, uh, I'm not sure exactly where he is right now. He may be in Newport right now, finalizing some of the Coast Guard stuff. They, I mean, it's a lot of paperwork those guys got to have before they can get out there. So it and, sounds like the guy you know has already got a skill and a, and a trade and licensing. Um, yeah. Was there stuff there for brand new people? Yep. And um, what they do, for example, uh, is that they, they will do the training. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, they actually pay you while they're training you. So that that's another uh, star in their favor. Um, uh, for example, uh, one of the outfits was looking for welders and machinists and, and that kind of stuff. And they'll so train you. Have, that's big. Well, well, well. I think that those that had that training would have a leg up. Sure. But those that may be interested, you know, there's other pieces to that uh, uh, stuff and the work that's going to be done where they would train you. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it, overall, you know, it, it's pretty good. Um, as far as uh, uh, what uh, the Texas Governor Abbott and Costello down there is doing, <laughs> Come on. It is a stunt. The guy should be arrested for being a coyote for transporting illegals to New York and other places. I, I, I totally disagree what he's doing there. Uh, it, 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 it's just sad, you know, that, that somebody like Ted Cruz, the senator, isn't knocking on the door for Biden for more money. You know, certainly, yes, there's a cost to the state on all that, and I get that. And uh, that was talked about in the past. So why isn't Cruz, you know, making his big political deal to get more money to the state of Texas for that for that whole operation down there? It's because nobody uh, likes him. <laughs> that's right. He can't, he can't get he can't get earmarks because nobody likes him. Hey Tom, <laughs> thanks for the call. We got to take this break. All right, see you. Bye. Bye. Fourteen twenty. I'm Chris, and we've been following a story uh, that broke uh, recent while we were on air, basically that uh, by um, State Senator Julian Sear, who had said that there, uh, who was the Senate, state senator for the Cape Islands, uh, and Dylan Fernandez, who's the rep out there, they said that there were fifty migrants that flew to Martha's Vineyard. They're being helped. Uh, they're at a 
apparently, according to this, uh, now I'm hearing they're at a church, but basically they weren't, the vineyard wasn't given any notice. They said that they basically, the, when they landed, they just started walking until they found town offices. Um, and the Baker Polito administration, uh, they said they're in touch with local officials regarding the arrival of migrants. Martha's Vineyard short-term, short-term uh, shelter services are being provided by local officials. Uh, and they said they support the effort. Um, that's all you can do. Quite frankly, you don't have to agree with it or not. They're, they're here. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess you could just, you know, you could be a jerk like Ron DeSantis and just, uh, you know, fly them all over the place like, but, they're, like they're cattle. But you, where they land is, you have to, someone's got to take care of them. Yeah. They I have agree. no one else to take care of them. I agree. They, um, they're asking for, at, at a minimum, I guess, refugee status, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, or they're just completely uh, here illegally. Um, and now they're here. Um, the uh, It's a rather sudden situation, as we have learned, yeah. that um, they were not given notification. Um, as I said to you, Mark, I'm not sure it was on the air or off the air, um, I assume they would have been given notification. Yeah. Um, that that would have been, I yeah, think, I the think right you, thing you to give, do. I think you give Ron DeSantis more credit than he deserves. Perhaps, perhaps I do. Yeah. Um, just because, I mean, the uh, the idea that um, you would just land a plane, yeah. and I'm thinking of the fact that um, that's a small airport. I used to come in and out of there all the time. Um, Look at you. And um, when I worked for Cape Air, you know, and um, so you wonder how the staff at the airport deals with that right i mean i'm just right. thinking of my days working at cape air if a and many times planes would land not cape air it'd be like a private plane someone had wandered in the airport you know they were legal and i, I guess i don't know actually and right. they would say i'm looking for this or that or the other you know thing and i would try to do my best to help them right um so i'm just thinking as a as a guy a young guy working in a regional airport right right what do you do now if i'd have had 50 i mean i as an example i had um like newspaper reporters, things like that, who flew in with the Clinton campaign, asking me, Chris, where do I, you know, they didn't know my name, but where do I go? I'm looking for a payphone, stuff like that. I'd point them in the direction, right? I can't imagine if it was 50 illegal aliens or migrants, whatever you want to call them, coming down, they don't speak English or very limited English. It's a big problem. Yeah. It's a big problem for the people in the vineyard. That's why I find it hard to believe that, but apparently they didn't know. And even the pilots, right? If you're the pilot, you took that charter yeah. flight. How do you get these people off your plane? Uh-huh. No, I, no, but I mean, you open the door, they yeah. get out. I mean, in other words. I think, you again, I think you're just giving DeSantis too much credit that he thought any of this through. <laughs> he just said, oh, I'm going to do that thing. And, you well, know, like the Naval Academy Maybe I'll win the primary for president. That's what he's thinking. He's he not thinking, oh, what, what about the... I know he's not a dumb guy. That's, right. that, it's, he's, just, he's just a terrible person. He's not a dumb guy. He's just a bad guy. Like, I'm it's just not like, wondering. It's not like, oh, my God, he, how could he not have seen this? He doesn't care. Like, you button the plane up. <laughs> so it's a very personal operation. It's very small, those planes. Mm-hmm. You button them up right there on the runway. Mm-hmm. Then you turn around. They fly out. Yeah, I mean the chance of the of the migrants going back to the plane to try to say Wait, where are you going? You know what I mean? I mean I'm seeing a lot of potential problems here, Marcus. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Good evening. You're live. 
Oh, I wanted to hear the rest of Chris's um, potential problems going on. I mean, think about it. I mean, if you ever flown those small planes, it's right there. It's not like they, they deplane you down a long runway and end up in a, in a lobby of an airport. You're standing on the runway. But, but, but why are we already on the runway? And Marcus's, you know, Marcus's comment, you know, Ron DeSantis is, is an idiot doing this. No, I didn't say he's an I'm idiot. I said he's a bad person. Oh, you used the word that wasn't bad person, but whatever the word you used, what I'm saying is I, I really am having a struggle trying to understand how the mayors of the cities that are receiving these Im- immigrants by surprise are calling governors in Texas that are overwhelmed by this situation, and it's been no surprise to them how everybody doesn't say, let's figure this out before they get through the border right. because it's obvious that it's a problem for everyone. Correct. We need to vet people every single day. WBSM is posting, you know, stories about massive drug busts just in Bristol. Yeah, County. but you—that's you, not you—you can't—that you can't tie the drug no, bust to legal uh, undocumented immigrants. No, no, well, bust no, the Hundreds of thousands. The Boston police have an intelligence report saying that, saying that fentanyl is controlled by illegal aliens in the Dominican Republic. It's Boston police. The fentanyl came from uh, China. Comes the, the Dominican illegal aliens are because I'm, I'm telling you, someone who's represented people who have been busted for drug trafficking, drug dealing, and all of that. The overwhelming majority of them have been American-born citizens. No, I agree with that, Mark. Okay. No doubt about it. But, right. but the Boston Police Intelligence yes. Division says it's the illegal aliens from the Dominican Republic that control the traffic here in Massachusetts. So, I mean, Do you think the Latin Kings are not arms and legs, whether they're born in this? Again, country I've represented Latin Kings, and they're all that uh, they've been. Every Latin King I've represented has been American-born. So again, that's just no. But that's what I'm saying. But they're arms. I think and you legs. would call it anecdotal, though, wouldn't you? I'd call it anecdotal. <laughs> I'd call it anecdotal. I'd call it anecdotal, but that doesn't mean it's not true. I'm sure. The, I'm sure the data the will drug? reflect that. Where are the drugs they are pushing coming from? You have to admit they are arms and legs. Of the cartels and the drugs. No, I don't have to admit that. Thanks for the call, ma'am. I don't have to admit that uh, undocumented immigrants uh, generally are just drug mules. I think they're human beings that are often fleeing dire situations. Good evening. Hey. Hey. I am absolutely delighted that Los Santos <laughs> dropped off 50 of those people into the backyard of the beautiful people. <laughs> I'm, Excellent. But Excellent. There's a lot of work of people over there on the vineyard, man. I think it's yeah. going to be a disaster. I mean, I understand his point. It's just, it's, I don't disagree point. with him. I think yeah. I think it had to be done, but, man, yeah. I think it's, it's going to be a disaster. Somebody, speaking, somebody started speaking power to power around here. <laughs> Excellent. Yep. Have a good night. Thanks, thanks Nick. Um, I just can't help but thinking about it from a human perspective. And if I was a kid on that airport, because I've been a kid working on the airport, what do you do um, trying to manage those people? I think it's a pretty irresponsible activity. Um, just send them up on a charter plane mm-hmm. and not telling anybody they're coming. Maybe that's what he had to do. I don't know. But no, that's the, not true. The, um, You're giving him too much credit again. The, I just am very sympathetic to the pilots on that plane. Someone could have gotten very seriously injured. Because, um, again, folks, I'm just trying to tell you, if you've never taken one of these small planes at a regional airport, when they open the plane, you're on the tarmac. You don't get loaded down a chute and out into the lobby. You're with the spinning planes. I've, oh. Yeah, the, the pilots, oh. but I also feel for the 50 undocumented immigrants that were herded like cattle by uh, DeSantis. Um, 
because he wants to make a political point. But oh, they're better off. Five zero eight nine nine six. I I agree because Charlie Baker is a good person. Ron DeSantis is a bad person. Five zero. Oh, actually, I saying the call in number, but we have to go. We have to go. Uh, I'll be on tomorrow. We'll be back Friday too. Uh, uh, Seven o'clock. I'll see you then. I'm sure you guys will yell at me about this. So, <laughs> bye.